Hi, this is Un-American. Um, my name's Ree. I am the Un-American on the show. I'm here with my co-host, Josie Martineau, who's the American. Hey. And we have a guest who is not American, to my yeah, you, delight. You are very <laughs> giddy about this right now. I am. Last time you were surrounded by Americans. Was not comfortable with that Yeah, at this all. time I'm outnumbered. <laughs> That's right. And you're just... Soaking it in. I am so excited. So we have Funny on our show. Funny, we should tr- introduce you with last name, right? Yeah, um, it's Fanny. Funny. But if you say funny, then it's going to be funny. But it's oh, yeah. really not funny. necessarily funny. 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 It's funny. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Funny Brett. Funny Brett, yes. French. French. But you've lived here for a long time. Uh, on and off, yeah. I was here between 94 and 2002, went back to France for 12 years, came back to LA in uh, April 2015. I also forgot to tell you, this is usually a podcast where we make fun of everything. Oh. After the first year I was in LA, I mean, I was an illegal, an illegal alien for a year. You were? Yeah. Can I ask you about that? Yeah. <laughs> because I think that's very brave. It is. Because it is I, I have never, um, I mean, because I haven't had my paper. I mean, I have left because I didn't have my visa. Mm. And when I came back, it was a, a mess. You know, it's just. It's the, very complicated. The, very, very complicated. It's like your identity is stolen from you. Like yeah. You can't really work. Legally. You're not. It was very hard. And I found a solution, you know, like uh, to get my papers, I got married. With, I mean, with somebody I was dating, but we knew we were too young, but we did it anyways because, you know, he was, he was actually an actor and I was coaching him a lot mm. and he was not a very good actor. <laughs> you was, married him, not a very good actor. <laughs> I know. And as soon as I got, uh, as soon as I got married, I got that little part in Titanic. That Wait, was, I didn't and he realize... cheated on me while I was shooting. Oh. It was interesting. With my I best didn't girlfriend. realize you were in Titanic. We have a celebrity on the show. No, it's a very small part. No, we do have a celebrity. It's a, definitely a celebrity situation. Right <laughs> no, now. it's a very small part. And don't you say know. that. Don't downplay it. Don't downplay it. <laughs> you look a little bit like Kate Winslet. Mm. But I also like your own person. Not yeah. too much like her. No. Yeah, thank you. And you also <laughs> did recently work with Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, last year in the, the whole month of July... What what a lovely man! What a beautiful man! Really, we are artists. If we are actors, it's because we we need to hear that we are good. Like we miss that in our life somehow, somehow, you know. Some and mom or some dad uh, did so, not love yeah, us. There's enough. something that happened that made us sorry that I'm gonna just get the love that I need now, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> I I I feel your energy is being different. I'm going into woo woo land. Yeah, go I, to woo woo land. I see it heading there, and I'm just gonna let it happen. <laughs> The woo-woo land is, I think your aura is changing. Okay. <laughs> I think this okay, is a so good I, I thing. Okay, so I would like to know what you saw her aura as before and what you're seeing now. That's okay, so question. the thing is, I'm not so good at seeing these things. <laughs> <laughs> She's been trying to see <laughs> souls at the gym. We'll be working out and she's just like looking out across the floor and it, and she's looking to see if she can see souls floating around. Yeah, disembodied souls. Disembodied souls. You and know, you can see it. You can almost see like little things on people that go inside of them. And you oh can see energy. Have you ever seen any little thing on me? Because now I'm feeling self-conscious. 
I mean, you were talking about serving. It's like I'm not making any money yet. So during the weekends, I work in a French restaurant with a crazy French lady. Which French? Oh, you can't oh, say cool. that after. Oh, I can't say it on the... Oh, yeah, you, you know, can oh, say no, it. Oh, no, I said she was crazy. I'm yeah. not going to say the name of her business now. Yeah. And plus, you know, she gave me a job. And I mean, I love her. I mean, she's a great lady. She's Let's just, just say the name of the business. <laughs> she's uh, It's Normandy Bakery on uh, Cochrane and Jefferson. And there's a bakery, the rest is a restaurant. And you're all over the place for like five, six, seven, eight hours in a row. Like, you take care of the bakery, you take care of the restaurant, you take care of the back, you take care of the deliveries, and it's just... You know, you're going to sell so many houses being French. Well, you know, For because sure. LA sure. idolizes foreign people. But I guess what yes. I mean is if you're French or Swedish, yeah. I mean, you know, people look at me for, for suggestions about things that I have no... Yeah, and just because you're European. Just because I'm European. What do you eat? Like, how, how do you do your house, you know? Yeah. She's got her laundry all over the place. That's for sure. <laughs> this is how a Swedish person does their house. She likes butterflies on her land. But lots of but I'm assuming from this location that Swedish people are very into butterflies. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, this is not a good yeah, that's good great. representation of IKEA or I like the laundry though because it's hanging there to dry and it says I'm not wasting energy by using a dryer. That's Swedish. Yeah. You know, I think that Americans ruin their clothes because they put everything in the dryer. I don't put everything in the dryer. There's a laundry tradition in America that's very strange. Everything is sort of half cold. You can't get the water to be very hot. So mm-hmm. I've heard her complain about the water temperature in machines before. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's like you can, even on the hottest, you can almost get your hand in. And I feel like you should almost be able to boil the germs away. You're not that dirty, are you? I, well, I think so. <laughs> okay, so that, that's the laundry situation. I was trying to tell my mom the other day that not everybody likes their family. I mean, I decided not to have children because I didn't want to fuck them up. But Me too. Good. Really? You both yeah. connect on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you don't want children. No, I don't want children. How does your husband feel about He's that? He's the same way. He's very independent, so he doesn't need, feel that he needs to have a child. For me, it's a little more complicated because I'm very, like, nurturing. and uh, <clears throat> But uh, every time I got pregnant, I got an abortion. So it's pretty clear. Yeah. I have to um, say, because I almost forgot about it, you mm. are such a great singer. Or I was hearing you singing in Piaf. Edith Piaf, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, who, who the listeners might know as Marion Cotillard. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. I expected you to be good, of course, when I wouldn't expect you yeah, to not be yeah. good. But when I came, I was like, you are just extraordinary. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's like the thing about artists, it's like if you don't have somebody that does that work for you, believes in you, a brother, a sister, a mother, a husband, a best girlfriend... A, yeah. Who's gotta go, hey, she's the fucking bomb, okay? Book her. Somebody that does that, like the right manager, even like with even managers, they have too many clients now, or, you know. Yeah. So if you don't have somebody that just goes like that for you, I mean, it's not gonna happen. This is very sad. Um, so France has an election coming up mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. Are you, That's a can good you question. vote? No, first of all, I, I never voted ever in my life. I'm not into the system we really? do yeah. worldwide. I don't believe in politicians. So 
Okay. That's that. They're trying to make us, you know, being fearful about Marine Le Pen. Right. There's yeah. kind but of it's this... always the same thing. That's what happened with Jacques Chirac mm -hmm. in yeah. 2002 when I moved back from France, actually. I saw Jacques Chirac on the first turn and, and, and Le Pen. I was like, what the hell happened to France? Well, it's happening again. Yeah. Um, it kind of feels like... Um, I feel like the sentiment out there is just don't fuck this up the way that England and the U.S. is just majorly fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but they're not any better. Yeah. They're not any smarter. And I do believe that the only thing that could really save France right now is a revolution. People need to go in the streets and fight. And also the old people. Mm. Yeah. The old retired people are reassured by her. Right. So... Very Dude. similar to Sweden. I showed Josie a ad that was used in Sweden a couple of, or in 2010 it was used, mm -hmm. so seven years ago, when our very nationalistic party was being, coming uh, into mm. the government. And they literally have an ad where there is one old person walking and then she is suddenly rushed by a bunch of women wearing burqas mm. who run in front of her. It's a very, very provocative ad. It's very provocative. It's very in your face. It doesn't make any sense. It's, no. it's for the stupid. But to finish to answer your question, what I think, who I think is going to be elected is Macron. Right. Okay. And we will know when this podcast yeah, is out. Yeah, by the time this is right out, not. Yeah. we'll see. Um... Also, aside from just worrying about fucking a child up, I also need to not have any kids just for population control. Absolutely agree with you. There's enough. Well, if, if you or I really want a kid, we'll find a way to I have one. I will adopt, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And okay. it's possible. It's not that complicated now. I yeah. would have been on board with this so much a year ago. and now. Are I'm, you thinking about having a child now? Not now, but I'm saying my biology it's has okay. started to kick in. It's all right. You can think about it. I'm, can, th I'm thinking about it. It's not happening. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's healthy to think about it. It's right? healthy to it's welcome a, the feeling. Yeah, I mean, but I'm selfishly concerned because if she has a child, she's going to be spending so much time hanging out with this child. and That's not, not me. I'm going to give me. the child away. Listen, she's I jealous. was raised by men. I'm already, already jealous she's of so your un unconceived child. <laughs> so I think Just if, get a nanny. Yeah. If I have a kid, there's going to be a bunch of people taking care Great. of it. Yeah, but Great. see, it's the same thing. If you have a good nanny that you trust, you need to pay her. You need to make good money. Yes. You know, it's like it's so important. Yeah. Totally true. I mean, I, I was like... Uh, yeah. Because if you don't have a nanny, then your relationship's going to get really hurt by the child. Because the baby sucks everything inside for nine months then he's going to suck out of your, your life, out of your breast, as long as he wants. Yeah. And if you don't put a boundary, I mean, some people breastfeed for three years. Ugh. That sounds a little yeah, obsessive. Yeah. My breasts are already down there. So, <laughs> you know what my mom said to me once? She says, why is it that every time we have a conversation, I feel like you want to work out our whole relationship? <laughs> and yesterday I said to her, I said, mom, the most loving thing for you to do would be to say, I'm sure you work it out. I said, don't give me suggestions and tell yeah. me how to do it. Trust that my brain, mm -hmm. the way you brought me up, the way my heart works, trust that yeah. I will work it out. Just tell me, you'll work that out, honey. Yeah, or she can tell you, look, you know, you did amazing in that situation. It's kind of similar. Remember what you were thinking when you did that? It was great. Oh, I like that. You know? Mom, are you hearing now, this? Okay, now I feel like you're telling your mother how to behave and how she needs to be in relation to you. 
Absolutely. Yeah, she's being a control freak, too. Yeah. Well, my mom and I are very much the same. My grandmother, my mom, and I... Do you guys look alike? I look very much... I don't know if I look... I think we all look pretty much alike. I, I... People say I'm very, very much look like my mom. And then, in a way, I look... I wear a lot of my grandmother's clothes. I mean, that's a very practical way of, of to put their clothes on. <laughs> I'm very much my own person. I'm like neither of my parents. Well, I think maybe you're a little bit more like your mom than you think. I don't think that's true. Guys, I have to go. You have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. She left. Yeah, she's gone. Does it bother you that she's not here anymore? Should I say yes? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I'm not enough for you. No, you are enough. I was just worried I didn't want to say it was nice having her too. I just wanted to be clear. No, I just feel like you want other people around when I'm around. But you are always enough. She, w- she was just a happy addition. A beautiful addition on an already delicious cake. Exactly. She got married to stay in this country. Oh my god. I feel like it's a mistake to admit that on a podcast, but nobody's listening. Nobody from the government. Thinks. Yeah, and I'm also not sure she did get married to stay here. It was sort of like one of those both situations. Like it was they like dated. they were going to get married anyway. They just maybe bumped up the date a bit. Right. And I do know some people who did that. A really good friend of mine wanted to marry me so that he could stay in this country when his visa was up. Uh, and I basically said, fuck you, go back to your home country. I mean, I think that's a solid decision. You weren't dating or anything? No. And you weren't living together at the time? No. Yeah, I would consider it if you were living together. I would have considered it if he was living in a m- more convenient location. But he was living like in the boonie area of um, Culver City. And I was like, I can't, this can't be where I live. Right. Also, I think that's a money situation if he would have paid you. Right. It w- it, I wasn't going to get paid. I was just going to get free rent in Culver City. Yeah, free rent in Culver City is not worth it. Free rent in Beverly Hills in a big house? Maybe, yeah. I could go to prison for a very long time, but maybe. It's worse for the other person. In the U.S., it's always worse to be a foreigner. I heard a very, very terrible story. I don't know if it's true, so maybe it doesn't matter. But I'll tell the story. Yeah, please tell the story. And let's uh, just go with that it is true. Okay. My mom ran into somebody at, the, at a party. This is in Sweden. This woman was domestically abused for years. Foreigner in the U.S. Is this going to be a really depressing story? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. She was domestically abused by somebody who knew how to fight, meaning that he could hurt her so that she didn't necessarily have uh, obvious bruises, right? Uh, uh uh-huh. Okay, that being said, this woman took this man to court, um, the guy who was abusing her. Mm -hmm. They were married, but she was a foreigner. Basically, the court took the side of the American. As it should. I don't know if the court took the side of the American or the side of the male, because either would work in right. this country. Are you proud to be an American? That's a trick question. First of all, I'm not an American. Well... No, I'll never be an American. Even if, an, even if I get an American passport, I will never call myself an American. <laughs> So, so you're proud to not be an American is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. But I don't know if I'm proud to be Swedish either. I'm not giving up my Swedish passport. Swedish passports is one of the 
most effective passports in the world. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like top three in the world of places where you can go, and you don't need a visa to go there. Yeah, people see your American passport, and they just automatically think douchebag. Yeah, of course. I know, so I kind of try to keep it hidden as long as possible when I'm going through customs. How does that work out? I mean, what exactly do you mean when you keep it hidden? You When like, somebody asks you for it, you go, mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't show you that. Uh, no, it means like when I'm waiting in line, I keep it in a pocket or something. That's interesting, because when I come through the customs in America, I have the opposite, right? Because I always feel like such an outsider, and I was on a visa for so long, and had to stand in line with all the tourists. Now, when I have my green card, I'm so proud of it. And so I go, oh, I have a green card. What line can I go to? But you still have your Swedish passport out, right? Yeah, I have to have both. Do you ever get looks from people like, what are you doing in this line? Because when I was... Absolutely. Not that long ago, I was going through customs, and there was a couple behind me, and they were giving, you know, these people... They were, I forget where from, somewhere in Europe. They were giving them the eye, and the woman was like, what are they doing in this line? She was very concerned, and she seemed to be very clueless about the process, too. The husband was a little more uh, informed, and he said, well, you know, they probably have green cards. But she had her eye out for anybody that might be trying to sneak in that line. Right. Yeah, um, people are wondering, and I like to do to make them wonder. So I like to just wave my Swedish passport around in the line and right. get everybody a little unsure. That sounds like you. Also, I remember you telling me how nice it was the first time you came back into the U.S. as a citizen or with a green card. You call is it a citizen? No, green card. Okay, green card. And they, uh, and they said, welcome home. Uh, yeah, and they do. They call you a legal alien. You're a legal alien. Yeah. Great. I'm, that makes me so happy. And yeah, when they say welcome home. Yeah. I, I mean, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I didn't live in a godforsaken country. No. Sometimes I feel like explaining it's like, why that. why are you in America? Well, that's right. A lot of Swedes are almost pitying me now. <laughs> Somebody said to me recently, they just said, well, at least there's going to be good art coming out of America now. So I also want to just address funny things. Yeah. It is Piaf. Right. Now, I didn't know what movie she was talking about. I was thinking about La Vie en Rose. Uh, yeah. And I kind of felt like, oh, maybe for some reason it's called something else in France. I don't know why. Yeah, she said La Men, right? Oh, what did she say? Mom... It was, yeah, something different. I, I get the impression it has to be the same movie, but... Because I, otherwise, why would it be with my uncle de Right, like she's just doing multiple Edith Piaf movies. But is it, was it called a French name in English? La Vie en Rose, isn't that what it was that called was here? That was called here, yeah. We have to change everything. Right. It doesn't even matter. It's like, yeah, we'll change it to something else French. Right. You know, sometimes I look at the Swedish titles of American films... And it's very upsetting what they have done with the titles. Can you think of some? No, but we can look it up. If you say an American movie, I'll try to... Oh, okay. Um, what about Bob? I'm going to have to look it up. I don't know what movie that is. Well, see, it's possible that I have seen it, but an entirely different title. <laughs> We're going to have to move on. Also, she didn't like my laundry all over the apartment. It seemed very practical to me. But I've told you that the laundry situation in America is a disaster. No, I know it, you, that you feel that way. You don't feel that way. I mean, disaster, I don't think that I really preoccupy my time with it. What was a disaster was when I was in Fiji. 
And um, we had to, like, I hand-washed my clothes with soap because there were no washers or dryers and then hung them out to dry. But every day it was raining, so they would just get wet again and then they got very moldy. And so then I just had to wash all my clothes again. That felt like a disaster laundry situation. That is a disaster laundry situation because it's not making your clothes clean. Right. Do you feel loved by your parents? I do. That's good because funny didn't. We were talking a little bit about voting and in this country you have to be 18 to vote. And I really believe that there should also be a cutoff age. You're very big on that. I'm very big on there being a cutoff age because I feel like at a certain point, you're probably going to be dead before the people you're putting in office start to have an effect on your life. I understand, but do you not feel that older people are wiser or more experienced? Up to a certain point, then it starts going downhill. Really? When? That's the tricky thing. You can't actually say what age. Maybe we should start having stronger voter restrictions. <laughs> yeah. In general. Just, just general, just general uh, stronger voter restrictions, I think, would, is what this country needs. We've talked about it. If, is it a matter of IQ, EQ, age, driver's license, education, common sense? I don't know. So you guys have... What is called is it called a democratic monarchy? I saw that at the gym today, and I saw a man. He was touching somebody else as he was passing him, and I thought there are some people whenever they pass somebody that try to touch the person they're passing as much as possible. Oh, like like somebody that they probably didn't know. Right. They were just passing by and made a point of. Touching and feeling like, oh, like, oh, oh, let me just slip by you. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like slipping by is very handsy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Oh, constitutional monarchy is the term. Is that what we have in Sweden? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was explaining that to somebody else the other day, that we have a royal family. Right. Do, do you think that the royal family... That the crown princess married her personal trainer. My mom didn't like that. It's okay now, because he's not a personal trainer anymore, so everybody's fine. But, um... Oh, good. Okay. I forget the exact name, but uh, an Instagram account that's all about cuckolding. Um, Which I don't know what that is. Well, we, 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 we did a little research. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know that that was... Well, I didn't... I, was, I wasn't familiar with it, and then we figured it out, and was like, oh, yeah, of course that's a thing. Right. Um... But do you think the royal family feels a little cuckolded by the fact that they're really just a face? Cuckolded? See, I still don't understand the word. Oh, word. Um, l- let me ask just do you think that they feel useless at this point just being the face? I mean, I think it's tricky being the royal family in Sweden. A lot of the time when we try to sell something, weapons, Sweden likes to sell weapons. We have, um, Yas is a big thing. We, we, we sell Yas planes, which are warplanes. Whenever the royal family joins for those seller meetings, we sell more, right? And when Ikea or when anybody and the royal family comes, we sell a lot more. Right. Because other countries love the fact that you have a royal family. A royal, a royal family. Whenever there was a tragedy... Like, the tsunami in Thailand was a big deal to Sweden. It was Sweden's 9-11, right? Because there's so many Swedes there. Instead of having a political person being the one who 
leads the country through grief, it's the royal family. Mm-hmm. And supposedly that means they're neutral, right? They don't, they don't have any political agenda. All they're doing is just saying we're, in having, we're here in great grief. And I think that's kind of pretty. I think Americans love royal families. Right, but I mean, you have them. It's Beyonce and Jay-Z. And, and Ivanka. I mean. Right. Beyonce has more grace than Ivanka. We can't. Yes, yes. I apologize, Beyonce. I was not trying to uh, And then there's say you were the same thing. You also tried to make royalty of David Beckham and Victoria Beckham, but I can't get... I can't get behind that. To me, that's trash. Don't the Brits also feel that way about them? Or is it just no. us? No. I love the Spice Girls. Do you? Of course. Oh, that's right. We were listening to the Spice Girls. I think you were pretty upset because I pretty much only knew the words to one song. Well, that is upsetting. I remember at least coloring one girl's hair once red, bright red in my bathtub to be Gary Howell or whatever his name is. I liked Victoria Beckham, except she was clearly the least talented of the group. Absolutely the least talented. She, was, she couldn't really move at all, and I, it was never clear if she was actually singing. Right. Or I just, don't think or she just was moving singing, her lips. really. To become one. Okay. Uh, 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 like I never loved I remember being on a plane Wanna make love to you, baby yeah. I was on a plane with my friend who loved them And he, um, he was listening to that song a lot Really? Yeah My least favorite song I don't like Spice Up Your Life so much No, also a bad song Not quite as terrible as To Become One But pretty bad Oh But they probably all do Did you like the movie? Spice Girls the movie? I think I passed on that one. Really? Yeah. It was amazing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, I loved it. Yeah. If you could revoke the voting right of one of our friends, who would it be? That's a tricky question. So I'm trying to think... Oh. Oh, I know. Ugh. Yeah. Let's not give the real name. Right. But let's call him Albert. Albert, yeah. We voted correctly. Well, I did. And I didn't vote. Right, you didn't vote. Voltaire. He said, I'm going to mess up the quote, right? Because I have... I'm just so excited that you're quoting Voltaire right now. Really? It doesn't even matter if it's correct or not. Well, he was French, so he probably said it in French. I've heard the Swedish translation. And now you're going to translate it to English, so yeah. perfect. And it's kind of... He said something along the lines, I may not agree with your opinions, but I'm willing to die for your, will, uh, for your right to express them. Yeah, there are a few people whose opinions... Or a few people who, I don't know that I would be willing to die for their right to express their You know why? Because you're American. I think that's deeper ingrained in European culture. Mm -hmm. Because with all the history and the violence and how much uh, information has been removed and... Uh, with Germany and East Germany and Russia and even the French Revolution. I think it's kind of in us, that history of, like, we have to really, really protect our right to have opinions. Right. And this right of uh, freedom of speech. In the U.S., I feel like that's taken for granted so much. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I say that, and in a way I'm saying, well, it's kind of a theory, because I don't know if it's entirely true in the U.S. that every opinion is being equally heard. 
Right. Very sad. You know, I want to plug uh, Lonely Lil. Absolutely. Lonely Lil season two is out. In it's the world. out. Uh, so go to lonelylil.com. I got an email from YouTube today. Something about the episode name Rapists is oh, not. Oh, no. Um, I think it's up there. About that? I don't know if I'm allowed to have ads on it or something. Something's wrong with the whole thing. Uh, I think because it's called Rapists. So freedom of speech is dead. Also, I'm going to give you a little tidbit about Sweden. Sweden statistically has a lot of rapes. Because of all the bad lighting. It's also part of it. It's because in Sweden is one of the few countries where if the same person rapes you several times, it's reported as separate incidents. And I just think that's important because... When statistics are thrown around, you know, it also, it's easy to get confused. Also, if you read The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, real rapey vibe. You just get the impression that Sweden is very rapey. Did you get that from that book? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, Sweden is quite as rapey as the U.S. Yeah, still don't understand rape culture, though. People throw that word around, yeah. especially around me because they think I'm a feminist. I am a feminist, so that's not a... I say it like and, they And they're re- referring to frat boys and, like, football players. When they say rape culture? Yeah. Well, see, that's... I don't know. So they go, well, this is such a rape culture. And I have no idea what that means. I think that's what they mean. They think if you get a bunch of guys in a room together excited about something, that means that it's promoting a culture... Where people are going to get rapey. That's what it is? Like Like men gathered in groups? (laughs) I was being very general with that. But I'm I'm trying to understand. But they talk about like football... Athletes gathered together. Yeah, athletes gathered together or uh, frats. What exactly is rape culture? If anybody can give us... Yeah, we need some help here. We need some help because I'm not sure what rape culture is. Sometimes I feel like I understand it, but I feel like it's very different from other people's understanding of rape culture. Like sometimes I have an experience and I'm going, this is rape culture. But it's never a group of men. It's just, sometimes I see a billboard. And and that says this is rape culture? No, I see a billboard of somebody with a very nice ass on a woman. And I go, this is rape culture. Yeah, I think it's a part of it. Great. So maybe I do understand it. I think it's a buzzword. It's definitely a buzzword. Right? Like adulting. Adulting. I hate that word so much. I don't like note to self either. No, it's terrible. Right? Note to self. Note to self. And um, we'll be back. We will be back. Please email us. Shit. I didn't mean... uh, I felt like that started to have a Terminator vibe that wasn't... Intended and, and now... May the Force be with you. Okay. That's Star Wars, right? Yeah, you wouldn't know that because you haven't seen any of them, but yes. Okay. You can email us. Unamericanpod at gmail.com. You got it right. Perfect. Bye. Bye.